0: What Else with Corey Mann on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. One-on-one conversations with some of your favorite artists. Find this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker.com. What Else with Corey Mann on the Studio DNA Podcast Network.
1: welcome
0: back film fans (laughs) to a brand new episode of quality check podcast and a brand new year thanks for joining us i'm one of your hosts daniel posey and joining me across the interwebs as always is drew douglas
1: new year same gag
0: (laughs) that's right hopefully the audio is not cutting out that's where
1: it's gonna cut out because i didn't hear you again for like nine seconds oh great i had i
0: pulled back I tried to draw out the welcome and apparently I failed. So you, same you year You did fail. Or
1: it's it's 2022 now and I challenge you and this is going to be hard. Next podcast you have to find a new way to intro.
0: Ooh,
1: okay. I've got I've got an idea. And It's like it's like changing the opening credits of a TV show for a new season. What are you going to do?
0: I, I think we tried the idea that I've got. I think we tried this a while back, as in when we, one of the first podcasts we did. And I've shelved the idea, but I think I'm going to bring it back. Leave that as a even mystery. I don't know what
1: it is. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know what it is.
0: Well, I am excited because this brand new year presents so many new opportunities, a new intro more movies, new movies, new TV shows, a lot of things. Um, We won't talk about our most anticipated list for the year, but instead we're going to talk about our most anticipated list for January of 2022. That just seems really weird to say, doesn't it? 2022?
1: It's it's weird. And um, it's January, which is my least favorite month. Do you hate January? January and February I would honestly say January, February, March. I know this is super stupid, but those are my least favorite months. I see. I always, I've always said February
0: because of two big reasons. Actually, three. I'll say three. One, I'll just get it over with. I've always disliked Valentine's Day. Like it's so dumb. Um, <laughs> I've never, I've never enjoyed it. Uh,
1: e- even and, it, like, and it's not, it's not because you're not in a relationship or haven't had those. It's just that it's stupid.
0: I I mean how do you feel do you like it is it could you pass
1: by Valentine's Day do you do you look forward to it no i don't look forward to it um <laughs> it's i don't i don't hate it it's just i don't i don't care
0: see I, i've always been i hate to be on the hate train but i am uh never liked Valentine's Day the other thing is it's just cold it seems miserable it's like all right let's get on to spring but then Speaking of spring, my allergies always flare up in the spring and then I'm just miserable. Heck, remember during Avengers Endgame, there was that time where I legit
1: lost my voice when yeah. we were podcasting. It was terrible. Could, like, we had to stop like nine times for you to <laughs> gather yourself. And it, and it got to a point where it's like, I know you can't control it, but I was getting annoyed.
0: <laughs> and I
1: legit coughed
0: all the time. And so that's one reason. That should actually be my first reason because it's terrible. Like in even taking allergy medicine, I am destroyed by mother nature. So that's why February gets on my poo-poo list, but at least January, it's kind of like a new, you know, it's the first month into the new year. It has promise and potential, but I'm curious based on your picks for January, if those have promise and potential, um, speaking of, we are going to do January pop culture pickums. That's where Drew and I pick three things we're excited about for this upcoming month, or actually not upcoming, in this month. And we want to share that excitement with you. And then beyond that, we are going to do the Rotten Tomatoes game to wrap up this episode. So stick around because $3,000 is on the line. One of us will pick up the tab and one of us. We'll get a lot of Papa John's in our future.
1: No Papa John.
0: <laughs> have you, by the way, speaking of, have you returned to any Papadias? No. I almost regretted this. i am not shared this with you, but uh, it was New Year's Eve day and I went to go see Nightmare Alley. I'm driving. I did not think about this either, but I was on the South side of town. I, I'm rarely over on that side of town, but I, uh, there's a Papa John's there. And I have mm-hmm. to drive by it to, to go home. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to plan out my night. I'm going to go. I'll watch the movie, pick up the New York style pizza. Guess what? I freaking log in and order the pizza. And it's an 85 minute wait. So then I order from they got our- like
1: one guy working back there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all the orders and making it and delivering it himself. Like, what's the deal?
0: It's terrible. And so I, I called them up because I paid for it. And I'm like, no, that's not going to happen. So I call them up and I cancel the order. And I order from, it used to be both of our Domino's. uh, But I called up our trusty downtown Domino's. Guess what? They
1: were done in 10 minutes. Mm, That's fantastic.
0: Picked it up, go home. I chowed on $50 worth of pizza, (laughs) wings, and breadsticks.
1: Well, I I knew you got Domino's. I'm disappointed to hear that it was like, Sloppy seconds, basically. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) tried to get Papa John's first. Normally, it's not sloppy seconds. Normally, it's our
0: you know my go to. Used to be our go to.
1: It's it's the go to still. It's just I have not had good luck where I've moved. Man, you need to find a good Dom's. Super depressing.
0: Well, now, now I'm friggin' hungry. Talking about all this food, and I've sidetracked us for too long uh, going down the pizza train. So, are you ready to kick off our January
1: pop culture picks? Yeah, I'm ready. You want me to go first? Yeah. I mean, because I had to, this was a hard month. I had to dig deep. I had to do some research. So my numero three, it's called The After Party. It's a new murder mystery comedy series that stars Tiffany Haddish, Sam Richardson, and Ben Schwartz, among many. It premieres January 28th on Apple TV+, and it's about a murder that happens at a high school reunion, and every episode focuses on a specific character's account of what happened
0: now i really want to add that to my watch list and i wish that i had apple after i think it's like the 12th or something whenever my subscription's over i'm starting to really dig apple apple oh, tv plus
1: you know what's great is i had i got a phone so i had a year of it for free and then that ended and on my playstation it was like hey sign up for six free months so I've been doing that. I've yet to pay for this service. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Loves it. That's but, that's awesome. Now, Tiffany Haddish is in this. Is Ike Bar- Barinholtz?
1: I think that's yeah, his, yeah, He's yeah. in that? He's in it. They're like doing everything together. And then uh, little little Dave Franco's in it. He's the murder victim. Oh.
0: <laughs> Does that mean Alison Brie is also in it?
1: <laughs> she is not in this now.
0: Dang it. We need to get like a good Annie cameo. That sounds, I, I've been avoiding the trailers, but I keep seeing the thumbnail with Tiffany Haddish in it. And I've wondered what it's about. Uh, that sounds cool. Uh, I, I, I'm i going to have to give that a go because I've, I've been kind of avoiding, like I said. Um, like you said, I also had to do some digging. I'll go ahead and give a disclaimer that my list is not sponsored by a certain company. And I'll say at the end of this, when I get to my number one, what company that is. But, uh, this is a series coming out on January 28th. And the title is all of us are dead. And it's on Netflix in which it's about a high school zombie outbreak. And it's what students and staff are doing inside the high school to stay alive during this outbreak. Um, I had no idea this existed, but the preview, there's a, a, a very short preview in it. It caught my attention. And I'm more, I think, intrigued by this because in college, there was like a mock pilot script that I had written and nothing ever came of it. But it was what would happen if in college, it's a college setting, if you ended up having to deal with a natural disaster, but through this, it follows multiple scenarios. You have something that's like an earthquake. What if a nuke goes off? And another scenario would be what? If, what if a zombie outbreak broke out? And it's follows all these different stories. This is a story I've actually been curious to see. Now we've we've had other iterations of this, like cooties and other stories. But now this is a series, I'm curious where they're, they'll go with this. And if this is going to be just like, right now it's supposed to be a limited series, but I, I'm fascinated. I know we've talked about this before, but kind of that high school setting, um, I know it's not during the fall, but something like that, especially dealing with a, a zombie outbreak, to me, that that's intriguing. And that's why it's my number
1: three. It looks good. Um, My number two is also a Netflix series. It's called Archive 81. It's a supernatural horror series produced by James, the almighty James Wan that debuts on the uh, streaming service January 14th. It's inspired by a found footage podcast of the same name and follows an archivist who takes the job restoring damaged videotapes. He finds himself pulled into a mystery involving the missing director and a demonic cult.
0: That's got your name written all over it.
1: Oh, any you just say the word cult and I'm involved. Oh. I love that stuff. Where's
0: Ari Aster?
1: <laughs> Anything yeah, we need Ari Aster involved in this somehow. Uh, I've only seen a small teaser. I don't really know much about the cast. Um, but the the synopsis alone is and, and then James Wan uh his involvement, that's a, that's enough to get me interested.
0: Yeah, that that definitely sounds awesome.
1: I totally forgot about
0: that, but I want to say when Malignant was released, Juan talked a little bit about this. And since it's been what was it September when Malignant came out, um, I I totally forgot about this until researching for the month. And I thought this looks really good.
1: I'm I'm t- I know this is loosely based on the podcast, but I'm interested in the podcast because. Mm-hmm. How do you use the found footage template in audio format? I'm just interested to see how they do it.
0: Yeah, that that's definitely another major intrigue for me too in terms of how they're basing it off of this story. I just finished The Shrink Next Door, which is based on a podcast. I love that show, that limited series. And so if this can end up delivering in a way, in a horror genre like how the shrink delivered on just it being a great story i'm learning that my favorite stories formats for storytelling is really a limited series it's kind of like that extended movie we get more time with the characters and to flush out various things and stories so yeah i'm on board for this this type of storytelling for sure so my number two is a part one of season four for the Netflix original Ozark coming Good out Lord. on We're, January we, 21st.
1: We got to do parts, part ones and twos of everything to drag <laughs> things on for 10 years.
0: Yeah, so Ozark is yet again another show that's doing this where they're dumping part one of season four, January January 21st. Um, I'll have to say that I held off on season two and season three and I'm binging through that now uh, just in time for season four, because this is a show that I-, I watched when it first came out and I shelved. And now that we've got closure, I'm going to round it out and finish. Uh, is this a show that you've gotten into? Have you watched
1: any of it? I've only seen the first one and, uh, I, I've never gone back to it.
0: I will say it's difficult because all the characters are, are pretty despicable. <laughs> um, I do love Jason Bateman in the lead. Very different. I think that the show in general is very different. It's weird because when it came out, season one, it kept getting described from uh, others, mutual friends and coworkers of ours, that they kept describing it as a Breaking Bad set in the Ozarks. mm and I'm like, eh, why didn't it wouldn't really say that? It's, I, I, I'm, I'm long for the ride. I'm curious how they're going to conclude it. So I'll be on board for part one of how they wrap it up.
1: My numero one is pretty obvious. It's a new horror film. Uh, it's called Scream, a.k.a. Scream 5. It comes out January 14th, only in theaters the plot, 25 years after the infamous Woodsboro murders, a new killer wears the ghost face mask. OG stars Nev Campbell, David Arquette, and Courtney Cox return. And honestly, that's about all that I know. I have intentionally avoided basically everything about this movie.
0: Loves. I, I have to say that it's the same for me in terms of going in semi-blind. Like, I've seen the first trailer, but outside of that, I haven't read a lot. You've been sharing a lot of the retro posters.
1: Yeah. Some guy on Twitter, he's just making some of the best posters you're going to find. And they're all retro, which makes me wonder if that's a style choice on his part or if it's a clue as to where this is going. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm super, super excited for this, but I, I have a feeling this is going to be it.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I am worried by, not just what we've seen from this, because it doesn't look bad by any means. I am worried, though, that as we go into 2022, the entire box office landscape is so divisive that you had to be a major temple or you just struggle. And I don't know if that's going to change. I kind of wonder if that is a I think that might be the new normal. I wa- I really do wonder if that's the case because. You know, Spider-Man Away no Way Home just blew up, but then beyond that, we've got these movies that are in-between movies that would normally do decent, right? Like, The Last Duel, you could say that may not be a good, uh, good one to pick, but heck, that was made for 100 mil, and that yeah. made what, 15 million or something? It didn't it, even make that. And, I mean, you've got movies that are supposed to be these middle-ground movies, and then you've got Scream, Halloween movies that could get made for like not low quantities of money, but I, what Scream is made for twenty million? Is that right? Something like that. And in comparison to a movie like a horror movie, um, like The Invisible Man or something else, where those go on to make a decent amount of money, I'm worried that even movies like Scream aren't going to make that much at the box office but i do think it'll do really well on on-demand a uh, premium or just streaming i could see those movies doing well but then it's like how do you f- freaking gauge success in the streaming world or was made for 40
1: million dollars oh oh well i mean that's once again how kind of the sh- middle of the road i mean that's a lot for a freaking horror film it, it is a lot i, I think there's there's not much to that movie to soak in or, you know, put in 40 million. How much do you think that made? This is 2011. It came out April 13th. What Jeez. do you think that pulled in? It, it opened, I would say it opened decently. Well, I don't think this was number one though. When it,
0: yeah, when it I,
1: came so total, out. Total,
0: total U.S. box office. Total,
1: just U.S. I think you'll be surprised.
0: mm Gonna I remember this. I'm just going
1: to. No, you're way off. I was going to say this came out, did not do well, and I I remember thinking, oh well, wow, the the new trilogy is not going to happen because I I always kind of thought four was going to kick off something new. It made 38 yeah. million.
0: Oh my gosh,
1: not great. So we're lucky to even have this film. I do wonder how much it was made for. It's the first one, and not that. Most people, I would say, seeing this movie care. It's the first one not directed by Wes Craven, who mm-hmm. passed away in 2015. Did you you liked Ready or Not though, right? It's because this is from the two guys that did Ready or Not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really dug that I, movie. That was fun. I feel like these are, uh, I intelligent people to put this together.
0: How great would it be if instead of calling this Scream, the second movie just to be called Scream? What if they did like an alien aliens and they did screams with this? <laughs> how freaking great would that be?
1: Well, it would be better than just calling it scream again, <laughs> which I can't stand.
0: Yeah. We need to break this trend. It's just too much.
1: And just it's all call it scream five. Like, what do we, why are we scared to do that? What yeah. is in the, what is in the research? That has these people scared to call a movie Scream 5.
0: I don't know. I, and wouldn't it be great if this the S and Scream at the very beginning of this looks like a 5? Like, I don't know. It would just be cool. There's so much that they could do with this to I make mean, it. It's just,
1: it's so easy. Or, or yeah. add something to it like Return to Woodsboro, even though the fourth one is the Return to Woodsboro. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, there's got to be something you could come up
0: with. Um. So after well, we'll we'll save that because we'll do a scream podcast. Uh I was gonna ask you how your ranking is, but we'll save that. We'll save that for the actual scream podcast. Um, because we'll be talking about it. Um, yeah, scream, it's the more we talk about it, the more amped I get. But also it's like I I love it when horror does well because we get more like that's that's our favorite genre, but I just I really hope this movie ends up being like a surprise hit and we get more scream movies because it's just it will suck not having what's craven but i'm also very intrigued at this direction that will go uh like you said competent people behind the scenes and i think it could breed or or breathe a new life and into this franchise
1: well yeah i'm i i love the we have OG people back, but I kind of wish this was almost a fresh start and it didn't have the original characters in mm-hmm. it. You know, they still existed. This is still a sequel, but we're, we're moving past that.
0: Yeah, I'm on board for it. I knew that you would end up giving this your number one spot and I almost included this, but I'm like, I'm, I'm going to choose different things. Um, this is not my number one. And it is yet again another Netflix series oh. in which uh, that's my disclaimer. This list of mine is not sponsored by Netflix. Uh, this comes out on January 14th. And this was
1: your number two pick, Archive oh. 81. Wow, you did a good job of hiding your um, hiding your pick because I wouldn't have guessed.
0: Yeah, I, I was excited uh, to find out, rediscover Archive 81 because I did not... I had forgotten about this, but uh, nothing really more to say other than I'm stoked to see this brought to life. and I'm not listening to the podcast, but uh, reading about this seems like something totally up our alley and I'm pumped for it. And we only have a week and a half to wait for it.
1: It's exciting. If I ever disappear, I want you to investigate if there was any like cult, like did I Google cults or anything like Colts in my area, and then just go from there. Okay, will you do that for me?
0: Uh, Yeah, this we'll dedicate the podcast to finding uh, finding
1: me. That's what it's going to be. Just we we just you don't you could still talk about movies and stuff, but the main thing is just find me.
0: Discovering Drew's disappearance.
1: Like, where did I go and get killed? (laughs) Um. Now we're going to go to the Rotten Tomatoes game where. I don't know, what, three, four weeks ago, we made predictions on Spider-Man No Way Home, The Matrix, Resurrections, and The King's Man. And what we had on the line was $3,000. So Spider-Man No Way Home. This is, I mean, I feel we don't need to explain this game, right? We, we, we predict what it's going to be on to, Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. Who's ever closest up or down wins. Um, starting with Spider-Man No Way Home, I predicted 86%. You predicted 79%. The actual is 90%. I'm only off by four. So that means that I get the dub.
0: Ah, I thought this movie would end up tanking hard.
1: Well, 79% is not tanking hard. (laughs) Okay. Comparing
0: it to what it got. I bottomed out.
1: (laughs) You went lower. Um, but I mean, I made I did mid 80s and I thought that was being generous, but I thought this was my logic at the time because I really listened to this and I said they've built in they've built in the fan base and the characters. So all you got to do is just make it entertaining and fun and it it was fun. Uh, I I would like to say you never really saw this in theaters, right? Mm-hmm. Cuz I told you this is the greatest movie experience I've ever had in my life and I want to see this again. But I knew the theater wherever I went and saw it again. It could not live up to that first time. Yeah. So I have not done it. And I, I talked to my boss. He went and saw it. He said his crowd was insane the first time. He said the second time he saw it, the crowd was just like a normal crowd, just quiet watching the movie. And I was like, oh, huh. like I feel like I dodged a bullet by not seeing it again. Nothing will ever top that first time.
0: Oh, I know that I've really been curious because this, no joke, this past weekend I was looking at uh tickets and I thought because like New Year's Day was crowded at the theater, I'm like, screw that, I'm not going back, like, not today. <laughs> when there's so many people there, I'm like, I'll wait. And then, um, and then I'm like, all right, well, I'd like to see it rewatch it, and especially just for the fact of one, what is a crowd like, and two. How does it play on Rewatch? Because I think it's not gonna be so great on Rewatch.
1: I think yeah. it'll be good. It's just the excitement. I'm telling you, the crowd amplified everything we watched. True, yeah. Cause I, I honestly don't think this is the best Spider-Man movie. We said that on the last podcast. Mm-hmm. It's still fun. Um God, and that crowd though. I I I in recent weeks, I still think about that, you know? <laughs> yeah. And just I do the, too. the the insane things that I was hearing and people stomping their feet and screaming at the top of their lungs. Like that was fun. Just imagine Um,
0: if that's how the new scream movie will be. I
1: know. I was going to say, I'm going to do that at scream and just like (laughs) do what happened to you at your theater at no way home. I'm going to stand on my seat and just clap every time someone dies (laughs) or like Ghostface shows up. Act like I was just completely shocked that he's back. Or she. Who knows? Oh, that's so good. Man. And what like, a wild, <laughs> wild time at the movies. And
0: when Dewey uh, appears on screen for the first time, you just stand and oh run in place.
1: He comes through like some magic portal for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the second movie. So I won that first one. I'm I'm one Ooh. step closer to winning that three K. You gotta win this one or you're out. Oh boy. Have you looked at these? You looked at the updates?
0: I can't. Y- uh, yes, but I forget what I ended up, ended up saying for the scores, to be honest.
1: Oh, this is a good one. This was a very close one. This is the Matrix Resurrections. I predicted 61%. You said 68%. Again, you need this to win, or at least t- tie me up if, if you want a chance to win. The actual... 64%. You're off by four. I'm off by three. So I win <laughs> the 3K.
0: Oh, that's going to hurt my bank this This, week, this I win the
1: 3K. Oh. Yeah, you're off to a bad start. Uh Jeez. We'll do Kingsman just for fun. I said 44. You said 25. It was actually 42. So you're off by 17. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I'm only off by two on that one. Man, you like killed I, it on I, this. I nailed... Yeah, I was off by 4 4 and 2. No, 4 3 and 4 3 and 2. So I nailed it. I got all three. Clean sweep, baby. That but we're going to do um, unreal. Yeah, we'll just Venmo me. I'll give you a couple weeks to to I work need, up that 3k. I,
0: I need to save up.
1: <laughs> but uh we'll do scream now. We're going to guess scream and then for reference scream the original, the OG, the uh the best one. 79% Which is low. Uh, Scream 2, 81%. Scream 3, 41%. And then Scream 4, 60%. I like Scream 4 a lot. I rewatched all of these, and I still like that one. Uh, I'm I'm
0: surprised by that.
1: It seems low, right? Very low. Scream 5, what do you think? I think because I won, you got to guess first. I'm going to make you guess first on Scream 5.
0: Okay. Well, looking at those scores and trying to gauge based on what we've seen so far from the trailers, I'm going to go with 68%. 68%. (sighs)
1: Yeah.
0: I I want it to be higher, but that's my guess.
1: I am going high. I think they got something smart. Uh, On their hands. I'm saying 83%. Oh, we have noticed a trend, though, of a lot of of, uh, horror films getting pretty decent reviews. And these guys, again, did Ready or Not. That had 88% with 312 reviews when that came out in 2019. That is pretty dang good.
0: Yeah, I I really dug it. I want to say... Um, I feel like I saw that maybe before you, but I went to see that with my, my dad and he dug it. He liked it. Not like loved it, but he dug it.
1: He and you're it. like, a, you're obsessed with Samara Weaving.
0: Oh, lover. I can't get We're, enough.
1: Remember when you kept saying her name wrong, like over and you just kept calling her. What'd you call her? I don't know. No, I, or Something.
0: So yeah. And I just said, Sam Weaving. I'm like, I got to talk to Sam. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, I forgot Adam Brody's in that movie. I love that guy.
0: Yeah, that's oh, man. I I'm I'm pumped because that's like you said. This having those same behind the scenes crew, you could say um, filmmakers that uh, brought us. I don't know if Ready or Not would end up being one of the smartest horror films, but it was fun. It was just the it it. I hope that they have the same amount of energy injected from ready or not as what they, uh, what they had in that film in this movie, because I'm pumped for it as we're getting closer, seeing these retro posters that you're sending me makes me even more pumped, but I'm worried that it's just, I, I'm, I really wonder if critics are going to bash this. Um, oh. I don't think so. Like it'll be so lukewarm. You,
1: you said 68.
0: Yep. 68. Okay. All right.
1: 68, 83. I want to believe too, and they—they they said once Wes Craven passed away, and the main trio repeatedly said they would not do another Scream without Wes. Over and over again, that was the thing. And now that you know, they're—you again—you can say they—it's an easy paycheck, but I have to believe that they're sincere when they say, honestly, we wouldn't have done this without Wes. But they, this is a really good idea.
0: It's going to be weird, I feel like, not with Wes, but maybe if knowing that, I don't know, will it make it easier going into it or harder? I don't know. I can't decide. You know, even though Wes, this wasn't necessarily, because um, he didn't write or come up with Scream.
1: No, right? that was a Kevin Williamson thing. And, and, yeah. Yeah. And- a lot of respect to Wes Craven he doesn't necessarily have a style where I think it's going to be missing from this movie I think if anything sure. this new one's going to look really sleek and um and good I would like to say that a little breaking news here let's put a little breaking news alert I'm glad neither of us had Morbius in our uh, January picks because that has just been moved from January 28th to April 1st. What? Because of the Omicron. <laughs>
0: oh, wow. <I laughs> so get you... ready
1: for all of our favorite, or whatever we're looking forward to in the coming months to get moved to 2023. <laughs> they better not move. Do not move the Batman, please. Or scream. What if they move scream? Ah. Eh. I, I think there's le- not a lot riding on screen, man. That's I mean,
0: the other thing is I wonder, but at the same time, that doesn't make sense. That they move uh, Morbius because of the success of Spider-Man, unless they try to give it more time to breathe. But that doesn't—that still doesn't make sense.
1: I, I mean, that looks—it's gonna. I mean, that looks awful.
0: I, I I am excited to see it. It. I wonder if that's going to be a guilty pleasure, but. Uh, I just want to see Jared Leto on screen doing just like wacky things.
1: (laughs) Well, this scares me a little bit too, because in this article it says Paramount Scream is still slated to open exclusively in theaters. Um, Mm. The the chance that that could even be bumped is scaring me. And then we're one week away. Yeah. um, No, the way this is worded exclusively in theaters, maybe there's a chance that could go to streaming the same time. That feels late to be doing that, though.
0: It does. Yeah, I bet I bet it'll still come out. But, yeah, I, I don't think a lot's going to get moved. I honestly, my, my guess why they moved Morbius, why they're moving it, is because they're including something from Spider-Man.
1: I will have to say, I don't think Morbius is going to do very well in general.
0: I don't know. Like, I wouldn't have guessed Venom doing all that great, but it killed. So, ah, uh, I and I'm not sure what else is coming out in April, but considering there it's coming just a few weeks after the Batman, I predict that Morbius could make like a hundred to hundred and fifty.
1: Oh, I don't think so. I think it makes. I think I think it pulls in less than eighty Oof. total.
0: I wonder how much that like the budget is for that movie because. If, Probably too much. Oh. <laughs> let me see here. 90 million. Oh my goodness. Yeah. 90 million for
1: Morbius. Um it just looks like one of those dumb bad Sony Marvel movies. You know? It just yeah. the vibes of something that came out 15 20 years ago.
0: Yeah, it uh, it does look like that. It really does. But the thing that keeps me going is knowing that Jared Leto hopefully will bring a weird Italian accent like he did in House of Gucci (laughs) to Morbius.
1: I mean, props to him. He just turned 15. He looks, I don't know, 37. Yeah, he looks super young. He he looks fantastic. Makes me wonder if he is maybe perhaps an actual vampire. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I think so. Especially that story you said uh, of it was during COVID, like at the beginning of the lockdown, and he like appeared from the desert
1: <laughs> <laughs> he probably was he got bit by something and <laughs> it was like rejuvenating his body somehow all right well that wraps this up all right well i'm, I'm glad we got that breaking news on the air that's I mean, by good the ti- by the time this is edited in and, and, uh, and you're listening to it it'll be four days late but whatever <laughs> it'll still you'll make it, it it'll feel like it's breaking news at least you won't know what i'm gonna say and it'll be a surprise and then you're gonna be like oh i i knew that (laughs) but i'm telling you right now it literally just came down on deadline
0: well by that time hopefully it'll be cemented in stone somewhere that scream five is coming out for sure so all right film fans well thanks for joining us on this episode of quality check podcast and until next time keep watching